0: greetings family welcome to today's podcast for july 23rd today the scripture we'll be reading is found in ephesians chapter 5 verse 19 and 20 it says sing sing to the lord always giving thanks to god the father for everything ephesians 5:19 and 20 for everything even in our hiccups in our wrong choices our wrong words in our anger And everything means everything in every language you can find. Everything is all. All in the Greek is all in Spanish and English. You stub your toe. Someone left you with an unexpected bill. Someone cut off part of your limb, poked the eye out. The Lord always giving thanks to God, the Father for everything most of the time we were in the wrong place, wrong time doing the wrong things and not getting into the word and being humble and staying home. I got myself into uh, situations that I give thanks that I did now. That's, that's the God's wisdom of intelligently and miraculously changing the past. If You don't want to take advantage of changing the past, uh, stick to your own format, you know, of, uh, Giving people free rent in your head. But resentments, discomforts, you know, which is three quarters of the uh, sicknesses are in the hospital from people from not accepting situations and not turning it, learning to turn it over. It's a skill. It takes about 10 years of failure. Keep trying. <laughs> I'm reading to you today from streams in the desert. I'm just asking God what direction. And I, I picked this... July 23rd, and it's Ephesians 5 19 through 20. That's the one that I always tell everyone. Thank God I'm a misfit. Thank God I messed up. I thank God for my life just the way it is. You know, it came to mind there was a homeless guy named Joe that no teeth. He would come by to our AA meetings and once in a while and have a cup of coffee. Long hair, white guy, and uh, living out there. Then I say, hey, Joe, where you been? He'd been missing for a few months. He goes, oh, I was in jail. I got caught for drunk. And he goes, hey, they gave me these books in jail. I was able to take this one home. And he loaned it to me and we exchanged books and we started talking. And I said, you know how you can um, remember to thank God? Because the last time, did you thank God? He goes, I forgot all about that. He goes, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put a little stick in your left shoe and a little small one on your right shoe just to remind you. To say, thank you, Jesus. Every time you take a left step, say thank you. And the right step is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I want you to say. He said, okay, let's give it a try. He said, I have nothing to lose but just a little discomfort. So he did it. He did it. And the next thing you know it, he started helping a family member that was up in age that every once in a while would contribute coffee or something to the 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 program, and uh, and he started coming more and more, and he started he got a place to live, and he he reconnected with his grandchildren up in Washington somewhere, and he was gone, and all it took was thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, and that's not been the first person you know that have determined to try it. You know, to try to thank God, for that means to thank God for all things. When you say Jesus to a situation, it falls back. It falls down. It just is exploded with goodness. And that bad situation is used as a catalyst to propel us forward where God's will wants us to be. Thank you, God, for your will. I don't understand. Thank you, God, for my past actions. I don't understand. Thank you, God, they did that. Thank you, God, I did that. Thank you, God, I subconsciously said this. Um, thank you, God, for her. Thank you, God, for him. Thank you, God, for the economy. Everything. I mean, we're going to the creator, to the source, and very intelligently say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, here goes the book, <clears throat> Streams in the Desert by L.B. Coleman. It says, no matter the source of the evil confronting you, if you are in God, and thereby completely surrounded by Him, you must realize that it has first passed through Him before coming to you. Again, no matter the source of the evil confronting you, no matter if it's inside you, if you're the one giving out the evil, if if you are in God, if you said yes to the cross, yes to Jesus, and full of love and joy, and thereby completely surrounded by Him, you must realize that it has first passed through Him, the giver of life, before coming to you. Because of this, you can thank Him for everything that comes your way. This does not mean thanking Him for the sin that accompanies evil, but offering thanks for what He will bring out of it and through it. Amen. May God make our life one of continual thanksgiving and praise, so that he will then make everything a blessing. Again, did you hear what I said, what they said? They said, may God make our life one of continual thanksgiving and praise, so he will then make everything a blessing, so God can have all the parts to put our lives back together. It's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Amen. May God make our life one of continual thanksgiving and praise, so he will then make everything a blessing. I use a rubber band on my wrist and on my disciples to remind them to thank God for whatever's coming out of their mouths. I once saw a man draw some black dots on a piece of paper. Several of us were looking and yet saw nothing but an irregular arrangement of dots. Then he also drew a few lines, put in a few rests, and added a treble clef at the beginning. Suddenly, we realized that the dots were musical notes. And as we began to sound them out, we were singing, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Amen. Say that with me. Say, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. One more time, please. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Each of us has many black dots or spots in our lives, and we cannot understand why they are there or why God permitted them. But when we allow Him into our lives to adjust the dots in the proper way, to draw the lines he desires and to put rest at the proper places to separate us from certain things. Then from the black dots and spots, he will compose a glorious harmony. So let us not hinder him in his glorious work. I was from CHP initials. And now we have a poem. Would we know that the major chords were sweet If there were no minor key, would the painter's work be fair to our eyes without shade on land or sea? Would we know the meaning of happiness? Would we feel that the day was bright if we never known what it was to grieve, nor gaze on the dark of night? Many people owe the grandeur of their life to these tremendous difficulties. Charles H. Spurgeon. Many people owe the grandeur of their lives to their tremendous difficulties. woo Charles S. Spurgeon. When an organist presses the black key of a great organ, the notes are just as beautiful as when he presses the white ones. Yet to fully demonstrate the capabilities of the instruments, he m- must press them all. He, we must praise God in all things, good and bad. Thank Him, God. Give Him everything. Say, "Thank you, Jesus." Amen. Thank you for coming on today's reading. It was fabulous. It was wonderful. It is good. It makes it makes for a good life. Before we go, I'm going to read you a, a testimony of someone that decided to do that, to thank God in all things. So I'm going to pick it random from the book "Answers to Praise" by Marilyn Carruthers. And here we go. It says, State Policeman writes in, I want to share what God did during your visit to our church. I'm a 30-year-old state policeman and a former serviceman. You spoke on, In all things give thanks. Your message impressed me, and I came forward when you issued a prayer call. I had been praying that God would remove the doubt that was in my heart and replace it with faith. Although so many good things had already happened, the devil kept putting doubt in my mind. I thought, am I really a Christian or just pretending to be? You laid your hands on me to pray. The next thing I remember is coming back to consciousness while lying on the floor. When I first saw people falling under the power of God, I said, not me, baby. But there I was. Everybody was so joyous and having a wonderful time, which is the way it should be. We have a reason to be glad. The author comments, God is touching people in every occupation. It is awesome to see people fall under the power of the Holy Spirit. Early in my ministry, I believed that only highly emotional people became so excited that they passed out. God has proved how wrong I was. During a full gospel business meeting banquet, I said to my wife Mary, wouldn't it be great if God will strike down people like he did in John Wesley's ministry? At the conclusion of my message, I invited people to come forward. I said, there is a man here who has been hearing about the Holy Spirit, but has been resisting him. He has been unwilling to let the Holy Spirit fill him. He should stand up now. A man stood up and came forward. When he reached the front, he collapsed in front of the speaker's table as if hit by a ball bat. Several men picked him up and set him on a chair. When they let go of him, he fell on the floor again. I thought, this must be an emotional Pentecostal who has learned to expect such things. The Lord has forgiven me for thinking this. (laughs) I prayed with the man, and he stood up laughing and praising the Lord for filling him with the Holy Spirit. He was praying in a new language. After the meeting, I asked the chapter president if he knew the man who fell on the floor. He said his name, and then he is an Esquipalian who works for the government. Don't you know him? I said, no, I don't recognize the name. Then he explained that the man was the top laser beam expert in the United States. He didn't fit the category into which I had tried to place him. Since then, I've seen many unemotional businessmen struck to the floor by the Holy Spirit. The power of His love is so strong that it can cause the brain to become unconscious. When the person comes to, he nearly always says something like, I feel as if every part of me inside and out has been washed clean. I feel glorious. But we do not need to be made unconscious to feel the power of God's love. He wants you to believe He loves you even as you read this. Believe that He washes you completely clean with His love. Again, but we don't need to be made unconscious to feel the power of God's love. He wants you to believe He loves you even as you're reading this. Come on now. Believe that He has washed you completely clean with His love and help Him by thanking God for your hiccups. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's go ahead. Let me pray for you. Touch the, uh, the receiver where my voice is coming through as a point of contact. Father God, I pray Lord God in the heaven that your word will touch this person that will heal every every cranny, every hurt, every disappointment, Lord. We thank you for every disappointment in their lives. I ask you to fill the person, Lord God, with your love, with your holy spirit, with your joy and your laughter. Make them laughable, Lord God, that they can't control it, Lord. Like rivers of living water coming out of their bellies, Lord baptize the audience in the holy spirit as it is so lord for your glory and your honor let it be lord thank you father that you did this for us in jesus name amen amen <clears throat> i had the opportunity in the 80s to be invited to the full gospel businessmen international business banquet they had chapters all over and this chapter happened to be in Covina. And I was invited by a friend, and I thought, I'll pay, I'll pay for my own meal because that's what AA teaches us, be self-supporting. And the man wouldn't have it. The man was about 84. I was about 20, 30 years old. And we went, and the people on the table were all over 80 years old, and they were all gray-headed, and they were all talking to each other. And I'm just enjoying watching them love on each other as they're talking. And then the speaker started. And the speaker was a young man like myself. You know, he was about 35 at that time. And then after he's done speaking, the businessman, he asked anybody that had a condition to come up. And this one lady, you know, a couple of people, one lady came up and he prayed for her. And he put his hand right under her chin as he prayed for her. And the power of God came and zapped her and she went down to the ground. I'm watching this. And the young man takes a look at his hand and he's, he's looking at it and goes, what happened? He sees how the power jumped out of his hand into the lady and she fell down and And she has she had asthma or something. And she was she says, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. And then he asks, is anybody had gotten healed in the audience? And this one guy that's been invited like myself, he gets up there. He goes, "I would not believe what happened." He goes, "I have had this sinus problem, and one side of my nose has been clogged all of my life." And I and I just listened. I was expecting for it to clear it up. He goes, "But look, I can breathe. I can hold this nostril, and I can breathe on that side." And he's and he's telling me, "This is amazing. I never thought this would happen." And uh, and he's breathing through his both both of his nostrils and. And what a testimony. This was a solid citizen and construction worker, no-nonsense type of a uh, man that testified that he got healed of his nostrils. And what happened to me is I started bringing people there and I started buying them lunch and I started listening to all their old, their tapes and find out what a wonderful organization that was made, by, I believe, by a milk farmer that started the businessman international uh i forgot their names anyway i love you god bless you it's been a wonderful ride now about 40 years since i said yes to the cross yes to jesus yes to father god he want he was blessing me and he wanted for me to pay attention and to accept jesus as lord and savior on the cross And I finally realized he was trying to get my attention, and besides that, he cornered me on every option that I could. I didn't have any more options. I said in my heart, what do I have to lose to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior? And I said, yes, yes, I have nothing to lose. And the man that I haven't seen in years, who had been restored into his right mind, prayed for me. And I was filled with love, a joy, and a a desire to read and to learn. That's what I was filled. I was filled with a desire to learn and to read, folks. I love you. God bless you. This has been a wonderful session for me. I'm fired up, excited, and thank you so much for listening in. And may the Lord bless you and continue to prosper you and make you a shining light for others to see. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. Amen.